You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. Welcome back, you guys, for yet another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. You are here again with just Morgzy and I, but I feel like these are the, I mean, we love our guests. We love all guests. We want more guests. We've got lots more coming. I so prefer having guests like in here. That's our thing, guys. I don't like doing them over Zoom. We love, we do. I, mean, I like doing them, but I feel like it's like. <laughs> We've got us backpedal. No, no, guys, we love if it. You've done a, if you it, we, I like doing them over Zoom, but I way prefer having someone here. I feel like doing them over Zoom is a bit like uh, using a two-way radio. Yeah. We're very in-person people mm-hmm. and we love to get the juice out of. Hey, but if you know someone in the Gold Coast who you think would be interesting. Yeah. And yeah. not, they don't need a big follower. They don't need to be yeah, big just people. Just really cool story or yeah. yeah, just done something really cool or whatever. Reach out and let us know. Yeah. Anyway, you wanted to talk about this. So what are we- I really needed to sit down and just get this off my chest almost. I've been talking to Morgzy about it I for a couple I feel like this is going to be a podcast where you do all the talking and I, and I basically sit here. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got wine. Yeah, well. We poured our first glass of Mal back. It's a Saturday afternoon and we said, let's sit down and do this. But it's all around 2020 not being a year of absolute fuckery. And what if we could reframe it completely Mm. and look at it instead as the year that we all got 2020 vision? Yeah. Because that's what it is. 2020 is like 2020 vision. And I kept saying to Morgs, I really want to sit down and just have this chat around yeah. everything, around savings, jobs, side hustles and lifestyle choices uh, and just encourage you to take a pulse of where you're at. And have you kind of just thrown 2020 in the shit part, the fuck it bucket, mm. like we always say, or have you been super stressed out with everything obviously that's going on politically and I know I share a lot of that. Uh, but that's also why I wanted to give this a voice to say I'm not so committed to the the depths of despair that is currently a lot of the world systems. I'm completely reinventing, I suppose, our life almost. Mm. I think in order to do that, though, I mean, we did talk a little bit about what we were going to talk about on this, but it's just come to me now. It's like in order to start seeing the positive sides of 2020, I think – I know I need to and you need to as well um, really reconsider like how much media and stuff you're consuming around it that tells you that things are bad, everything's bad, um, the world's falling apart, everybody's a racist, all that sort (laughs) of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Totally. But I don't consume any media whatsoever. I'm on Facebook. (laughs) Moses just gave me an eye. No, but what happens? So you've given me an eye because what happens is I'll hear of something or someone will send me, as you know, like a screenshot of legislation or something specific that they're worried about or I'll look into it and I'll find the source of the truth of the matter and then I spend time, not media, looking into channels of... You're still consuming a form of media. Sure. It's just not Channel 7 or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, the, you know what it is though? It's social media. 
Sure. So no, I think, but it's not. I'll be on like aph.gov. No, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. Is like you're, so you, that you're passionate about that sort of stuff. So you're clicking and all that sort of stuff. You go to explore feed and then you are just bombarded with it. It pushes you off into this area where like everything's about that now. So what are you suggesting? What's the ulti- what are you saying? Just well, stop quit buying. everything. Not just quit it. Just not just. Well, you, let's 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 go here, honey. Because I think you should quit Reddit. Yeah, I'm quite happy to do that. I think you should. You need to quit Reddit for a week. I think you should quit mums groups for a week. <laughs> I'm not in mums groups. I'm not a mum. You basically are. Tazusi, <laughs> 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 I am. No, no, totally. I'm happy to do that as well. I think we but should do this. You know, with, with a locked with lockdowns and things like that, it's easy just to be tuned into like all the this stuff that's going on and it can really make you feel like the world's coming the world's coming to end either like politically or philosophically or socially or whatever it is so i think in, okay. order, in order to to wipe the slate clean let's do a week's let's just get yeah Detox. not off social media obviously but like no that's like i'll get off reddit i'll delete the app in fact and where's my oh phone? my oh, I can't. god it's good filming yeah, this is big, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm here. Okay, yeah. so we don't plan what we're ever going to say. And you can't talk to me about New Zealand, <laughs> Victoria, Dan Andrews, coronavirus lockdown, or any of that bullshit for a week. I don't want to hear a word of okay. it. Okay, but you got to come to the party then with some interesting topics of conversation. Yeah, I'll just get off Reddit. You won't have Reddit. <laughs> so you, compadre, are going to need to... I don't want to hear the words, hey, babe, how's this bullshit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually said, Jess, the beautiful Jess from Perth, had messaged me and said, Morgan needs to wear a coppet cam yeah. and just like film your rants. No. And I was like, hey, it would no. be cop it, hours. A coppet cam? Like, because you cop it. A body cam. Yes. Yeah. Like, but who renamed no, it because it was clever. Not, anyway, all right. So let's start there then. Because the, yeah, whole, so so the whole thing is 2020 vision. Yeah. Boom. 2020 is not the year where everything ended. I believe truly, and we'll go into why and how and some of our own stories and stuff. I believe truly this was the year that has ripped every fiber of our social, emotional, spiritual being apart, physical, mental being apart and asked us to look very deeply at our lives and what we consume and how we live and piece it back together in a way that feels congruent and right to us. And so this is a podcast to offer that thought to you if you were stuck in the mental shitstorm right now of just you need this year to be over well what if you reframed it and we're like well hang on no this is a year that's calling me to to look at my life rip it apart if it hasn't already been ripped apart and put it back together in a way that feels good so let's go there and th- we're going to touch on some things like the side hustle aspect um because at you know we're we're not lucky or blessed we work our asses off but we are definitely we can start here actually we're definitely um a business essentially mm. that has not at all been affected by no, the pandemic it's been and kind of the opposite. it's been the opposite yeah. so we've gone through growth but let me say it on the record that i knew this when looking at business traditionally often what can happen during recessions is that network marketing goes up and yeah. that really interested me when i was looking at the pros and cons of tying my whole everything to this profession that was of extreme interest yeah. to me so it's not, not like, all, oh, we got like a not all company. Because I mean, there's travel network marketing companies. Oh, gone bust. I, 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 don't, I shudder to think how they, you know, if you were, if that was your primary source of income in one of those sorts of companies, like how you'd be doing now. And this has happened before with that sort of thing. Like yeah. September 11, right? Mm-hmm. When all that stuff, planes got grounded. There's a lot of emphasis on terrorism. Travel industry just got absolutely smashed. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, and so so let's so let's stay here. Yeah. So the whole point was, and Morgzy, you know, every morning when I'm getting ready, no matter where I am in the world, mm. I listen to podcasts. Podcasts, yeah. And so even in Noosa, we were away, and I had my usual podcast playing as I, you know, have a shower and then get ready. And one of my favorite podcasts, um, that's like ten minute consumable, inspiring, just world great thought leaders. Quote of the day: He played at. So Sean Croxton, mm. I was just listening and it was like how to leverage yourself or something was like the title and I'm listening and I my jaw was on the floor because here's Sean Croxton. It's like this podcast is downloaded a million times a month talking about how he would be going all in on network marketing right now yeah. and that if world if economies yeah. and yeah, he's having a lot of success himself and yeah. but he said if his you know if he had been affected in this sort of pandemic and if internet was turned off overnight and rah rah and that's exactly what he would go all in on it mm. and i was like yes absolutely and he was t- saying and t- telling stories about how he had started in network marketing so a side hustle years ago and i think he said back in 2010 and he said you know like everybody families laughed and friends gave him shit and he said not everyone understood but he said then the crash happened. No, so it must have been 2007. But he said then the crash happened. It would have been, yeah, 2008. Then the effects of that start to buy it. It was like 2008 it really hit. Yes, yeah, so he must have joined 2007. And he yeah. said all of the friends and all of the family that had been giving him crap were coming back to him going, yeah. they'd lost their jobs, who'd you know, struggled saying, hey, man, like what's that thing you're doing? I'm, I'm willing to take a look. Yeah. And that's what we've found. Like we run our numbers every month. You just did them yesterday. Yeah. And we're passionate, A, about getting people healthy, but B, about getting them paid. And we've never had more of our team get paid. Yeah. So this is not a pie in the sky, you know, invest thousands of dollars and come up with nothing. This is get some health products delivered to your door. This is our company. There's lots that are similar. Yeah. But essentially, if you're looking at a side hustle, and this is why I want to do this podcast, A, look for a consumable product. So if you're looking at side hustles, this is where, this is where I want to start, side hustles. Yeah. If people are realizing that this is the year that they can't just rely on one or two incomes in their house, which most individuals... If you've got kids, you've got one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends, but like... Yeah. But if, you know, you've lost your job, if you've had your hours cut, if you have been fucked over by your boss, if if you didn't get the government rebate, like whatever your story is, hi... Yeah. Like this is what Morgs and I talk about every single day with people on Zoom without yeah. taking a look at what we do. This is what we talk about. We're like, it's just smart to have an inc- an additional income, not full-time income, yeah. not, you know, million dollars a month income. Yeah. Just a couple of hundred to a couple of thousand if you work hard coming into your household via a side hustle. And for us, you know, because it was so low cost to enter, enter, we loved the product. Network marketing is our side hustle. So if you were in that position right now where you are looking seriously, it's like, yeah, hey, I am that person. Like I've been fucked my boss, my husband lost his job. Yeah. Uh, we're, we've, we're eating into our savings. We need to look at a side hustle. Do you want to talk about some things that they need to be looking at? From the network marketing perspective. Purely? Okay. So one of the first things you want to look at is the company itself, right? And take the emotion out of it. They may have a great product that you love, but if you just look at the company, so how long have they been around for is a big one? First the biggest before. one. The biggest one, right? 
We'll do the statistics, let's well, be honest. We know, we know statistically something like 60,000 companies since like the 1940s have come and there's really uh, uh, the survival rate of network marketing companies be uh, up to 10 years and beyond is like less than a percent. It's super low. It's so low. Super, super low. So the, the new company that's here that looks flashy and great, statistically speaking, it won't be here in about four or five it's years pretty time. and hypey and it's like yeah. amazing, but... So, so the age of the company matters, right? 100%. So nine, you know, you'd be looking for around about you know eight, nine, ten years or older. Ten's the goal. Ten's the goal. Yeah, ten's the this goal. This is like, and can I just say, guys, this is like the basic one hundred and one yeah. of side hustles in like network marketing as a side hustle. This was like the first thing when I started to look at the profession. Yeah, one look, of the at, I looked at industry, and because let me tell you. What led me to network marketing was my obsession with business, as you know, and we've yeah. talked about on another podcast, being in Parliament House, doing a business degree. I know the statistics of traditional business, 95% of them Yeah, fail. I think according to so, Australian Bureau of Statistics, it's like it's you startups and small business is like... 95% of them fail like within five years. Five years. And then I think of that remaining, like the it replicates again from yeah. for up to 10 years as well. Yeah. And there's high, there's higher, but the risk there is, is you know, you're... I think I don't show the actual numbers in this, but let's just assume that uh, uh, the the least you're going to start a small business like startup style is is fifty grand, right? For sure. For sure, right? So most decent network market, still some high buying ones. Let, let's go. Let's be like super kind to traditional business. Say twenty. Yeah. Which is extremely unrealistic in terms yeah. of marketing, product, shipping, distribution, R and D. But let's yeah. like be cute. 20 grand yeah so you gotta you gotta have 20 grand in the bank which right now most people don't, don't which is what we're going to talk to you about yeah and then you have to have if you've got no marketing background you have to develop all that yeah so, or outsource it like we're being really in the sense that if you hear like oh my god less that less than one percent of companies in network marketing survive after 10 years yeah same as traditional business, business bro. <laughs> yeah but so, there's higher risk because you invest more money exactly when you're yeah exactly. you're doing it like yourself but okay, looking so at 10 years so 10 years the company itself like who's running the company do these mm-hmm. people have any experience let alone not just running a, a business but running a network marketing business yep. have they you know what's their background like in that because a lot of people um we've seen this a lot is that people who do well in the field of network marketing try and start their own company and it falls in a heap because they don't have the skills to to, to run you, you got to think about it as well these companies operate off across uh international you know across multiple continents so you got like taxation mm-hmm. um transportation like r&d, R&D like licensing regulation all that sort of stuff right you need like you need an experienced team you need stallions yeah, well you need just need, you need capable people that have stallions. had experience of business sorry but you do if you yeah. like if i'm gonna put my money if, if we're if we're being serious and we're gonna yeah. have this chat of 2020 vision in 2020 people are at home or on in their car or in the shower how i listen or running or out walking the kids and they're hearing this and they're like yeah well i am my husband lost his job my hours are being cut yeah we're eating into our savings we are saying side hustles fundamentally within network marketing and we're not saying ours we're saying go and look yeah are an absolutely viable solution. Yeah. One billion percent. They already were out of it, but within it more than ever. So I want to say, no, you like we're dealing with a really sensitive time in the yeah. world right now. You need to know, like you need stallions running that company. I'll back every word I say on this because it's like it can't, it just, it's people's emotions and money that, yeah. they're, that they're investing. So, so 10 so, years. So that 10 years, and the people that are running it yep. obviously need to be important too. The product. Now, 
fast moving consumer goods fmcg is the way to go and here's the here's, here's why why i think that is i'm going to use the example of tupperware right not not to call them out for being a bad yeah. company great company great. The, the, product, the product's good in fact it's too good right it's got a yeah, lifetime yeah. it's got a lifetime warranty <laughs> Sorry, tupperware. do you know yeah, what i mean yeah no totally so again like you're relying on people to purchase new product that's got a that's last for bloody ever mm-hmm. each and every month mm-hmm. with something like um you know, fast-moving consumer goods like what we're do, in. Yeah. Say, we're, we health do and health, wellness, health yeah, and wellness. food product, that yeah. sort of stuff. Cleansing, smoothies, yeah, yeah, yeah. vitamins. That, that sort of people consume it every day and they order it every month. And, we, and you get paid on that. And let's also say, obviously, so why I said yes, just so everyone knows to the business side of network marketing, was that our product worked. Well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. I know that sounds dumb, but it's like, but, but th- go there, we're but, talking about product. But the other side of that coin is people might get a product that they love, Right that they love, that it's great, mm. but there's no broader market appeal. Well, you always laugh. And again, we love skincare. I'm like skincare obsessed, mm. um, but I'm extremely like brand loyal and I use yeah. the ordinary. Well, apparently Australians are. Yeah, like, that's but you always say like you loved the like the accidental company I joined, which I just joined for the products. I mm. never joined. I didn't say yes to network marketing. I said yes to products learned that it was network marketing had no idea what that was yeah looked into it thought it was genius ethical and brilliant and yeah. and ipso facto you know the rest is history but you laugh and you're always like oh thank god it wasn't a skincare company because you then came into the business and again for you as a male you wanted to yeah it's pretty hard i think for, for a lot of guys it's pretty hard to get excited about skincare so product yeah what'd you say fm fmcg is what they're called fast, fast moving, moving consumer consumable. good good yeah yeah so I love that. So with us, we again, like I said, we ran our numbers the other day and we'll always be honest about everything. Our, our new people come into our business for the month so of... So customer, new customers and customer acquisition was... July? Yeah. Was lower than, say, June. Yeah. But our income went up. Yeah. Let me say that again. Customers coming into our business in July was mm. lower than June and June and May were a huge month, but our income went up. Yeah. And that's because... Again, people love the product, yeah. need the product, consume the product, and buy the product. So consumption's down. So can, sorry, recruitment essentially. What people who are critics would call recruitment went down. Yep. Income went up, and the reason income went up is because people product are consuming work. more product because we have genuine customers. Da da. Right. So that's the power of good. Yeah. Super good, powerful, like emotionally attachable products yeah. like life-changing really yeah that's if you've got a really good and everybody's product. got a product that they just uh fanatical about absolutely whether, okay so, oh. yeah so, so whether it's a network marketing company product or not do you know what i mean yeah, everyone's well, got I, some everyone's got some shit they can't do without let me just say i have been using the ordinary skincare yeah. now for like tm tm <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> they bloody should be i'm like their biggest bloody advocate for how long couple of months now and i'm so obsessed they're not network marketing yeah wish they were um but yeah it's i'm obsessed with their skincare and i tell everybody about it so yeah you if you love and that's the point of network marketing like i'm just like if you use and love a product you're going to talk about Uh, it yeah like i so champagne i'm a mad champagne hilariously i'm sitting in a champagne shirt Probably one of the biggest questions I get from people that know me will be like, I'm at the bottle and I quick, like what's the best champagne? I refer so many, you know, brands of champagne or skincare or makeup, whatever. And I'm not paid on that, but it's just a product that I consume and I love. That's all we do in our side hustle. We consume a product, 
that we love. But when we talk about it and we market it, we're paid on that, yeah. rightly so, because it's a business. So I just think if you're sitting at home or in the shower or on a walk and you're like, I absolutely realized that this year was a year that I need to stop burying my head in the sand and take a serious look at yeah. side hustles, then take a look. And we're trying to give you like a broad, so a broad understanding of what to look for. Sure. So company. Yep. Products. Products. Anything else? Yeah, a bunch of stuff, but I mean, <laughs> we, we don't want to go too long. But just quickly, um, comp plan, and then we'll talk about just a bit about residual income. But without getting into the nuances of, of comp plans, there's all varying different types, right? There's binary, ma- force, matrix, force matrix, stair breakaway. Let me preface you quickly. Morgs is the king of comp plans. Oh, not all of them, but Ooh, I, I get through them pretty quickly. Like, and you can sort it out. Like, He's what's, the king of comp what's plans. good and what's and what's not. So, personally, my experience, binary all the way. You do just two, two sales teams. And preface it, like that's obviously our only experience. Yeah, totally. So just being totally truthful. However, we're so lucky that yeah. our first has been the best. Yeah, it's yeah. been great. And um, and there's a bunch of reasons for that. And I don't want to go hard on the nuances of different comp plans. No, and, but, but, so go- say them again. So because people should look them up individually yeah. and make their own decisions. So uh, binary? So matrix or forced matrix. Okay. Are they uh, separate? I don't know. They're the same sort of thing. It's just okay. like if you imagine a box like with three... Um, like by six or three by nine with squares in it. You've lost me already. So you go, it goes, it goes box one, two, three, four. Yeah. So you can put them anywhere in it. Mm-hmm. Um, force matrix is when you don't get a choice. They just. Uh, okay, them cool. Them. Okay. okay. So force matrix, uh, matrix. Yeah. Uh, step breakaway. Um, you've got like, there's like an old one, like an eight ball, uh, uni level. They're the main sort of ones and binary. Here's what I want to say. All they are is just giant mathematical equations. So obviously someone's developed one and someone's had a look and gone, we can actually do it better. We do it this way. It's better for um, consumers, better for uh, our associates and all that sort of stuff too. But what I want to say on comp plans is if you can't explain it within two minutes on a napkin, then it's, you know, then it's probably too hard. Like if you're a mum at home and you're, super interested in network marketing and you, you want to start your own yeah. side hustle and you know a product, this matters because this is how you get paid and this yeah. is what we're talking about. So we're sitting here with, I mean, we were in Noose last week and we got paid. Like we were talking about this last night. Like we were still talking about it. Like yeah. a phenomenal amount yeah. and we're so grateful and it's deserved, but I just, I can't explain to you the power of taking a serious look at this profession bringing an additional income into your home but taking it seriously and looking at things like this because i said yes to network marketing the business side products i was all in on with ours when the complete stranger sitting opposite me in a restaurant like we've been connected explained it on a napkin it was it was the chinese restaurant um paper tablecloth but she drew it out in like two minutes and i i didn't fully get it but i was like that makes sense yeah i mean if it was super convoluted and I couldn't kind of what, like it was maths and stuff, I probably would have never had said yes to the business products. Yeah. And I want to say yeah. I'll always be a freaking consumer of them. I'm yeah. obsessed. But business, I would have been like, look, it's just not for me. So again, if you're looking at a side hustle for a business perspective, comp plans matter. Yeah. So go and look at them up. Yeah. And, and, and like a good way, just a good quick test, and we'll just end on this with comp plans is, um, just how much, how much sales do you have to generate to earn two grand? 
That's a good way to just to, to cut out all okay. the bullshit and have a look at it. Okay. And what is what do you actually have to do? What's involved? Like how many, uh, how much product and how many sales and how many real conversations are you going to need to have to to earn that? And okay, that's and that's benchmark. cool because I know we could do that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. it's easy. Okay, so cool. It's easy to explain. I was about to say, hang on, work. it's easy to explain. explain. It, it takes, takes work, work to do. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and just the last thing. So obviously, the reason we're doing this and talking about all this sort of stuff is because of residual income. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people go residual income. Yeah, that's I've got residual income. I own a house. That's not what residual income Passive. is. And I, and I saw a clip with Gary V. And, and he was saying, oh, people who use the term residual income don't know what they're talking about. Bless Gary V. And I was like, I don't think you understand. I don't think he understands. Right. So residual income are things like a great example that people would not be aware of are things like uh, patent. Right. If you yep. own a, if I own a patent for these lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time they're sold or used or the technology is used, you receive you receive a small payment for that royalties. Yep. So you spend you know twelve months working out, recording music, you know, getting the marketing ready and releasing it. You're not paid uh, the whole way through, generally speaking. Yep. But once the music is released and it's played on radio stations, every time it's played, you receive a royalty. Britney Spears. That's a re- that's residual. Hit me, baby, one more time. Right. right? So that's a, that's a form of residual income. So with with network marketing, typically what happens is that. You might spend a bit of time um, trying to promote your products to people and then eventually they say yes. When they order, you're paid. And when they reorder, you're, you're paid. paid again, right? That's another form of residual income. Yeah. Passive income is your is your home. Yes. So you take the home, you buy it. It doesn't generate cash in your pocket each and every week or every month. Yeah. But as the value goes up, that is how you, that's passive income. That's increasing. Yeah. So it's working in the background. So the idea is to have working income, job, job income, yeah. uh, residual income yeah. and passive income. And the yeah. good thing to do is take your residual income, move it into something that's passive. Which is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go. So beautiful segue. We go. literally didn't even plan this. So, okay, let's park it there. Cheers. I did, honey. Cheers. Cheers. So. We've just discussed the idea that maybe 2020 is a year that your home has been, you know, tragically yeah. and scarily and we understand completely ripped apart. But don't use that as an excuse to stay in the dumps and think it's over and think how are we ever going to get out of this? Yeah. Make a decision. We've just given you the tools. to, And again, not our, it might not be our company. We are health and wellness. It may not be our, our profession, but the idea is that it, we want yeah, people to try and think beyond the square. Yeah. And just relying on the government to come through. Coaching, whatever it is for you, look at side hustles. It's yeah. time. And I've said this for two years. I used to say I've said it for a year and a half. Maybe you're making soaps and candles and selling them at the, at, at the markets on the weekend, whatever it is, right? People still have. So half of August, September, October, November, December, you still have four and a half months left to go, okay, hang on, clear the slate. Yeah. Let me look at this side hustle thing. And I think that's what... Let me put some savings away. Well, that's what COVID I think has done, at least for, uh, I know for us and a lot of people is to sort of step back and, and re-examine your priorities. What's important mm-hmm. and things. So lockdown, so lockdown did two things for us, really. Well, we're going to get to lifestyle. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, I, what, <laughs> what, what I'm going to say anyway was that because two things happened for us. Lockdown happened. So our cost, like our living expenses and everything, like in social life and lifestyle oh, yeah. costs, went, that, that just went down. Went away. We weren't spending anything. Travel, which we yeah. spent so We spent a lot there. So, um, so, and then obviously. But and then, the point is, so would others. Exactly. So you also, if you're listening, your yeah. cost went down too. Exactly. Maybe your income went down as well. Um, but, we you know, we're fortunate enough to live in a country that, you know, we've got some sort of... 
no, but that's so let's see. I wanted to talk about all this. Yeah. Like so many people, so many people, most of Australia that have suffered have also at the same time. So you lost a job, which is really tragic and scary, but yeah. let that be a, an awakening. Exactly. Not right. an ending. Let it be an awakening, not I, an ending. Were you miserable in that job? I remember I got fired during the GFC from a sales job and I thought, I was like, this is pretty shit because I had a mortgage. But another door opened and I ended up moving into another sales job. But what happened was I was like, it motivated me to go study something, which then opened up another door and I moved into a completely different industry and a different role and more money and great things. But if it wasn't for that, what I deemed at the time like a cataclysmic event, uh, things would have just stayed the same. Rejection is a redirection, baby. One door closed, that's the woo-woo thing. Hey, look at you. But it's just the old thing of where one door closes another one opens i love it but it's true so let's so we want to say that right okay so you've lost a job or you're feeling shitty or you're down i get it but let the rejection let the terminations let the whatever that's happening in your life be that redirection did you complain every freaking day about that job had you been saying how you were desperate to start that thing that you'd always wanted to start and you just haven't yet have you started it yet because it's middle of august yeah have you lost your job but did you get some government assistance on top of you know look there's people out there that from the government assistance i've heard are earning more than what they would normally in their normal job have you been putting that money away have you set a savings goal the answer is no (laughs) so this is why we wanted to do this allow 2020 to be the year of 2020 vision like it's midway through august put a stake in the ground wipe the slate clean get with your partner if you live with a partner and talk about this and if they're not interested you guys need to have a serious chat again about value realignment and we've done a whole podcast on that kind yeah, but of it thing doesn't mean they've got to hold your hand and, and, and go absolutely not but you want to get on the same page yeah, totally. i wasn't like let's set this okay. massive savings goal and you were like no, no i think i'll just spend it all let's spend all the money <laughs> we were both like fuck yeah let's, yeah, let's do, do it, it. Yeah. so that's my point so no they don't have to be on board but like they have to be on board yeah yeah but yeah. not with your your little like own hairbrain scheme no. Or joining network marketing or selling soap at the market. Totally. Whatever it is, right? They just have to not stand in your way. Yeah. Let me say that. So yeah, that's a big difference. So saving. So, all right. So we've looked at side hustles. Yeah. Can you start one? Can you find one that is total alignment for you? Yeah. Can you then use that money, which is what we're absolutely doing in 2020. We've never invested more into shares. So we're yeah. making our residual income earn money via passive income so our money is earning money yeah and we had spencer on uh one of the podcasts as well and he was saying you know his his old thing that he taught us is was about investing in shares is you know you buy dollar cost average and buy when there's fear in the market when things things are going down and we were like fire sale yeah buy it all but it's time in the market not timing the market and now's a great time to be putting money into things like that and being quite comfortable for it to sit there Yes. And then watch it grow. Yes. But if you're like, oh my God, like we'd love that, but we just don't have any money spare. Well, we've just told you how you can do that. You can look at, and again, yes to side hustles in general. Yeah. But I always say network marketing because there's like no to low um, cost of entry, barrier to entry, yeah. To entry. Yeah. Um, so you well, just buy product. It's little to none risk. All out with 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's literally no risk. Yeah. Well, in our company, yeah, yeah. again, you can't yeah. speak for all. Um, so, but then you show you the savings. 2020 is the year yeah. that we will look back on and go, we set the most ridiculous savings goal. We hit yeah. it six months early. Yeah. 
And now that money is making money for us yeah. doing other things. Yeah. Why not you? Why can't it be you? Why can't this be the year that amongst the shitstorm, you brought some extra income in because you took a final serious look at starting something as an additional income into your home, then taking that money and reinvesting it into savings and shares. And if you're not, if you don't have a good accountant or a good financial planner or you don't understand shares, look at the micro apps. We're going to do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Raise and Spaceship. Um, I'm sure there's others too as well. but They're the best. Yeah. Let's just say that. Don't, yeah, they're the best. Um, and then moving into lifestyle. Yeah. So... Now's a, good, now's a good time to be thinking about your lifestyle, especially if you're locked in the house and you're looking at the house going, fuck, I hate these curtains. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. I, yeah, absolutely. Aesthetically, I was more thinking from a routine perspective. No, that too as well. But I, do, I think life, the way you live. Oh, it matters is, so much. Is, is, and and what, you, what your dwelling is like is, I think, is a big part of your lifestyle. Because where you live, let's say, I don't want to live in a tall apartment in the city. I want to yes. live on the beach. Right, yes. that's okay. lifestyle. Okay. You dig? I dig, baby. Thank you. And, but this is the thing. So this is the whole point. So we have uh, COVID's hit, us yeah. too. And here we are in Gold Coast, Australia. And super grateful. And no one ever saw it coming. It wasn't like we freaking predicted two years ago. Well, but debatable. Debatable. There's de- government departments <laughs> and medical fields that have been warning of a pandemic for the last 20 years. All right. All right then. See, don't get me on that <laughs> no, it's train. Like, it's like, who, who could have seen this going? It's like, no, don't get me on the train because then I start to get all conspiracy. So I won't. It's so not. It's just my one point of those, is, I'm saying for us, we didn't, but yeah. I'm just saying we that yeah. we choose our lifestyle very consciously. And I cannot, if I had a dollar for every person that comments on my Instagram stories when I'm out on that balcony drinking my smoothies or having my wine in the winter sunshine that go, God, you know, you're so lucky. No, I'm not. We packed up our entire life, left everybody and everyone that we love. We're completely alone in the sense that like by ourselves, no family. We've got family that are like blood. We've got friends and things like that, but there's no like... Super close, but not my niece, my nephew, my mum, my sister, who are our best friends. Yeah, none of that stuff. We're not lucky. We chose this lifestyle. It was a conscious decision to go, you know what? We want to be on the eastern seaboard for a couple of years at that point. We just want to try try it out. We came to Gold Coast in the winter when we made the decision to come back and live. And we were like... Fuck yeah. Came here in the winter. I was like, this place is great. Let's get a house with no aircon. <laughs> <laughs> and then summer hit. I was like, fuck. So our first year was a big learning yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But we're on the canals. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, the wind. There's no wind. There's no wind. No breeze. But anyway, no, but it's a conscious decision. However, so what I want to say right now is, are you currently in a state where you're in rage i don't just mean victoria by the way either like i've got a lot of like west australians who are pissed about you know mark mcgowan shutting their border God, really man, and i'm like cool where can that anger direct you does it direct you to a state change i've lived in three different states now like what where is your anger pointing you towards like where is this pandemic what, what's it open your eyes to? Do you want to get out of that city apartment and mm. actually move to a house with a yard? Do you want to be closer to the beach? So heaven freaking forbid this ever happens again. It hopefully won't. Mm. But 
do you want to be within a five kilometer radius to the beach so that can be a part of your daily lifestyle what is it about it now for us we have for 10 years long i mean we've done our we've had our own business for seven years been our own bosses for seven years literally have time freedom have that financial security i wouldn't say freedom i think free financial freedom is like billions of dollars or millions um but we have been 5 a.m risers forever yeah and ever yeah. like even like forever for the gym but then when the gym 10 got... years and i then... want to get back to it though oh do you yeah i say i fucking do yeah i know but i want to i okay so here's the thing so we're gonna have at 6 6 30 mm. at the latest like up awake so i've really enjoyed it i have loved so here's what the thing was for me i am a doer am i not yeah i go and 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 i am a was a 5 a.m riser and i'm all these things and then covid hit covid 19 covid 19 and <laughs> our entire lifestyle got ripped apart. We, yeah. There was no, there wasn't a point to get up at 5 a.m. Because yeah. we, like, we couldn't go to the gym. We went running. We started, but that's the other thing. So we started running. We got up a little bit later. I took more breaths in my day. I restructured my entire calendar because I needed mental health breaks. Yeah. So I was struggling as well. And what's happening was like, our business was growing and so more people were booking calls. I've like, I am booked. Yeah. I am so booked, which I love and I'm so grateful for and I wouldn't change a thing, but I, I completely changed my diary and I went from kind of keeping it open from nine till sort of six. Yeah. But, and people would be super sporadic. So I might have done three calls, but you know, nine thirty, eleven, four. 11, Now I just, I needed the morning for myself for my own mental health. And now my diary opens 12 till 6 every yeah. day. But that sucker is booked solid. solid. Like 12 till 6. I had to start putting in like pee breaks, food breaks. Yeah. Because um, it it's amazing and I'm so great. Like I said, I'm so grateful. But I have never felt more thriving and aligned in my life thanks to COVID. Yeah. Because it taught me, no, I get to take a breath. No, I'm my own boss. I'm allowed to set my schedule in a way that feels good for me and yeah. that's not doing calls before 1 p.m because i want to have time for myself and, and yeah. refill my own cup and look after my mental health which is a big thing for you because you just feel like if you weren't like at your computer from nine till nine yeah you're a piece of shit yeah <laughs> i just it's not that i didn't i wasn't like i'm a piece of shit it just no, no, is no. like i'm no, no, a worker but it's like if you weren't doing those hours you would feel like you're not productive yeah it's just crazy yeah and so that's so a COVID it's just been the greatest. It has given me more vision. Well, it's made you re- force you to restructure your life in a better way. In every way. Yeah. In all better ways. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like we've, we've never also, been. But I just want to say that there's a lot of people out there that probably are just like, this has been the worst thing that's ever fucking happened for them. Mm-hmm. So obviously if you're one of those people listening to just know that obviously our situation, well, it's unique and we're not trying to, to gloat or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but just know that, like, there's a, there was a saying that um, my dad taught me, and it was just, it's real simple. It's just, this too shall pass. Mm. And I always tell myself this when things are really good thing, and things, you know, are pretty good for us at the moment, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. But as in the good, so in the bad, this too shall pass. So if that's you right now and you're hearing us and, and things are going well and thinking, thinking, fuck these guys, 
right? Just know whatever you're going through, it's going to pass. You know, the sun's going to shine on you. Things are going to become good for you eventually as well. Absolutely. And I just, why I wanted to record this though, is I feel like if that is that person, depends yeah. wherever you are on the spectrum. If it's like the, not the depths of despair. I don't feel like if you, I think if you were there, you wouldn't be listening to podcasts, let's be honest. But yeah, maybe you were, maybe you're looking for something you to are. cheer you up and you come and across that, this one and we're like, well, we're doing great. <laughs> Things are great. No, but what I want to say <laughs> is that you are the environment of the five people you hang out with the most. Yeah, totally. And you become influenced by what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're seeing. And I wanted this to be powerful, real-life examples. So not say to you, oh, go save, go go start a side hustle and turn your residual into to passive. Be like, no, hey, we're, this is what we're doing and it's yeah. powerful and it's working just as the pillar of possibility and inject some hope and optimism and plan and structure into your life that yeah. what if i think if people if you're down on your luck and things aren't well it's very often that people come to you and go well hey well here's here, this is an option yeah it may not be for you but mm -hmm. it's an option it's a way out which i think if you know i think at the times of my life when things have been challenging and i've struggled no one's really come along and been like well here, here, here this plan this is an option for you mm -hmm. it's just i think people are too often scared to go out on a limb and and try something different and you know put themselves out there to try and help someone else or, or, mm. or, or, you know, share a plan or share something that's worked for them and things like that as well. So, and I think as well, like when you are doing well, like I've always said this, and this is why I work my butt off still. I always want to be pulling people up. I don't want to be like climbing. I want to be turning around and pulling the other people. Climbing's up. good too. Climbing's phenomenal. And yeah. I'll never be ashamed of that. And I'll always be doing it. And I'm always reaching for yeah. more. I always want more for my life. I always want more for our life. Mm. But this podcast is to turn around and pull you up yeah. and make sure that if you are feeling stuck or scared or upset or just off 2020 and you are like, get me the fuck out of here and we'll bring on 2021. Yeah. I'm just asking you to pause, pivot and think about what what's some options for you right now that are completely available Yeah. and what can you do to show up louder, be braver, have more courage, you know, invest in a side. And when I say invest, it's like small because it's product that you're going to buy into. Because yeah. I, again, any side hustle, sure, but we, our experience is network marketing. So at the end yeah. of the day, um, and then looking at that as with financial literacy, that that income that comes in is not for new things. It's to invest into micro shares or a share portfolio yeah. to save money, to get you ahead. So if, and to put away a savings, you always, always want cash in the bank. Oh cash. my God. Always want cash in the bank. Um, and then lifestyle. Yeah. Can you be grateful that it's got you running again or up a little bit later and that feels really good or the husband's been home. I cannot tell you the conversations that I've had with our team and beautiful women actually loving having, which is wild. Maybe you've, maybe you've hated that. And so, you know, that's not for you, but what a gift. Maybe you were lamenting that your husband worked really hard and you wanted him home to help more and he's been home more and now you fucking hate it. Yeah that's a gift yeah. that is a lifestyle acknowledgement going well actually that's not what we want it's the, yeah, it's, yeah totally yeah. I think that's happened for a lot of people too so totally what 2020 has allowed people to do is gain some perspective just about their life and maybe how they were living before 
uh, and what's important to them, you know, and, and really think, I think when things like this people happen, people sometimes, I hope, my hope is that people go, look, I never want to be in this situation again. Yeah. So what can I start doing right now that if something, because here's what I know, every 10 years, some shit like this happens, right? And it was, yeah, you se- went through this in it was September early. 11. Yeah. And then 10 years later, pretty much, you know, give or take, it was like eight or nine years later, GFC. Yeah. 12 years later, COVID-19. Then 10, eight to 12 years, there'll be something else, a, a big event that, that it's going to reshift and reshape um, what people value and the things that are important to them and how they're living their life and, and what they actually want to do, be and have. So my God, can you just go back and listen to this again if you were kind of off it yeah. and understand that, that yeah. there's so much more that's probably going to come in life and knock Comes you back down. Because this whole dish too shall pass. Well, totally, but what can they do today if you look at your life right now and go... Well, how I'm living isn't conducive to who I want to be, what I want to have and what I want to do. Yeah. What can you do today to change that? And yeah. that's all I'm asking you. For, that's why we recorded this podcast to say 2020 doesn't have to be the year of fuckery. You can quote me on that. It can be absolutely the year of 2020 vision where you get so clear on the job that you want to have, mm. on the side hustle that you want to start, on the savings that you want to put away, on the income that you want to grow and the lifestyle that you want to have. And I know for us, we are that, we've done that. And so we're speaking from that experience completely. Uh, And when and if that changes, we'll come back on and update you. But if you are on the spectrum of, of depths of stress and despair and loss of hope, then what I would suggest is to sit down and ask yourself those questions. Well, what can what can I do today? What do I want to do? What job do I want to have? Mm. Maybe you have to go back and study some more, but you've mm. got time. Yeah. What what's an income that I would love to bring into the household and can and it can. What side hustle then will I look at to to bring that in additionally yeah. on top of a working income, a job? What savings? What's a savings goal? When was the last time you set a savings goal? Yeah, I'm sure people set them all the time and then something pops up and it's just like smashing the uh, cookie jar and... Yeah, but set it again. Like yeah. let 2020 be the year you have five... Well, that's why I like raise and things like that, you know, because they're for... It's forced, set it and it's, forget it. Not only is it forced savings, it's not forced savings, but it's, you know what I mean, it's like happening in the background. Mm-hmm. It's savings and it's better than any bank account you're going to get at the moment. <laughs> it's for damn sure. Massively. And then lifestyle. Yeah. What lifestyle do you want to have? Yeah. So I'll suggest if you're single, sit down and write out your goal life list. Yeah. Job, what do you want to have? Side hustle. Can you look at something new and, and start? Uh, and if you are interested in what we do, by all means, reach out. But yeah. again, it might not be for you. Go and look at other friends online that you follow that have been doing side hustles and network marketing themselves. Reach out to them, ask them questions. Yeah. Savings. What is a savings goal that you can set for the rest of the year? Realistically, even if it's two dollars a freaking week, set it. Yeah. Set it and achieve it. And what would your ideal lifestyle look like? Even if you have a job or whatever, what would your ideal lifestyle look like? Write that out and start to live it. Yeah. And allow 2020 to be the year that you just completely gain 2020 vision. And if you're in a partnership, I would so encourage you to do this together. I think it would be so powerful to sit with them. If they're not on board, it's generally the men. So, honey, do you have any advice? 
Not really. <laughs> I don't have a lot of... Oh, look, nothing that's going to make people change their mind and see things differently. Uh, but all I can tell you to do is just try and share the reasons why you're doing it and, and what you want for it and what you want to achieve. But then also, um, just go for it. Like if you say, say you're going to do it, don't do pussyfoot it. around, don't yeah. fuck around, just go for it. Because I know for a lot of guys, it's like, talk's cheap, but, you know, show me the money. Like the proof's in the pudding. If you say you're going to do something, don't tell me you're going to do it, just go do it. Yeah. And I think that's, I think even the most critics. Don't wait for the man. I never did with Morgzy. Well, I just think even, even the biggest critic is silenced by action and results. Yeah. So it doesn't, really matter. It doesn't really matter if they're your partner or not. It's just that. I think if you um, if you say you're going to do something, go do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love it. All right, we'll leave it there. there. All right, awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.